Hey, Murph here. I'm a former heroin addict, current alcoholic, and you're tuned into Self-Medicated Weekly Dose, a podcast all about drugs and the people who use them. As always, this program is inspired by the harm reduction movement, informed by my personal experience using all sorts of drugs for damn near 30 years, and enlightened by my special guests. <laughs> and speaking of, I am jazzed to the moon for today's guest. He's an L.A.-based writer, stand-up comedian, and proud papa, originally from Chicago, Illinois. He's written for the exceptional Comedy Central show Southside, Nickelodeon's All That, Freeform's Grownish, and of course, the Chris Gethard Show on True TV. Please welcome to the program, Mr. Will Miles. Hey, settle, settle. <laughs> fired up today to see Will Miles. Hell yeah, I'm fired up to be here. It's good to see you. It's been a while. We were, we were talking off mic a little bit about how we've both become fathers and we're losing our minds. But, you know, that's it's lovely at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is weird, but it's like, especially as like we were discussing, you know, when we were working together, the, the kind of guys we were. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes. <laughs> and both of us were with our partners still, but it's like, and then we were like, but we were all like partying. We went hard. Like if, if I, if I did, what was it? We did the show on, on, on a Wednesday night, right? If I had even attempted one of those Wednesday nights now, I got to take like a week off. Same, same. I just turned 40. I had a birthday and I went to a bar for it. And, uh, and the next three days, I think I was like, Jesus Christ, this is rough. And I forgot about hair of the dog. So all Saturday I was just in pain. And then Sunday I finally had brunch like, or whatever it was like I had a drink. And I was like, oh, God, why didn't I do that yesterday? It would have made it so much easier. It's like, yes, <laughs> yes, we've we've gotten so old. We've just forgotten even how to how to lick our wounds. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, well, this is it for me. I'm done. <laughs> and then that's but it's like, oh, learn, remembering that is like, oh, man, if I do this again, that means I have to drink for like weeks on end. It's like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Lord, no. It's exactly. You keep kicking the can down the road. I'm like, at this point, I, I, I'm aging. I'm aging in dog years. It's like <laughs> yeah. every year now of that kind of drinking. It's like I'm adding seven onto the onto my life. For sure. And I'll tell you, I'll mention it again because I'll never stop mentioning it. Uh, Gethard was on the show um, and we said this off mic uh, just for our children someday. If they ever do hear this podcast, know how cool we were that we smoked weed with Method Man in the green room. A hundred percent. During a taping after a taping of the uh, of the of the Gethard show. So your fathers are cool. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of it. I'm getting ahead of it. Get ahead of it. It's also funny because I've been seeing like a little bit on Instagram about how everyone's describing Method Man as gorgeous now. It's like, oh, you should have seen. Chris Gethard's show, writing, production, and uh, every other part of the staff, all the women and people who like men were like, he's fine as shit. <laughs> so fine. Our wives, our the current mothers of our children were all over him. <laughs> and I and, and we were, you know, we were too, yeah. so were we, yeah. frankly. I mean, it was undeniably it was, a very attractive man. So it's like, yeah, he really <laughs> is a, a strapping gentleman. Um, <laughs> And and such a kind, you know, just just so wonderful to sit there and just be like, yo, man, I'm gonna, I got my own weed here. Everybody's trying to pull out these vapes, these newfangled. He's like, no, 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 I got, yeah. I know what I need, and he, uh, you know, to 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 hang out with us afterwards. Just just a great guy. I also feel like the building security didn't want us to do it, but then they saw it was Methamine. and they were like, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's absolutely what it is because I've been, I, I was, I was uh, told as as a, as a as a cast member, I was told about hitting that vape in the uh, in the stairwell. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, they were already on to me, but then they saw Meth Man, they're like, wow. Well, all right, Murph, you fucking asshole. One more week of this nonsense for you. 
don't invite Snoop Dogg on here. It's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had to keep up in our game uh, uh, before they ran us out of that studio. <laughs> yeah. You know, thanks so much for being here. We're going we're gonna to dive, uh, dive right into it. We got, it. we got a jam-packed program here. Uh, we're starting things off, Will, um, with a little number that I call the substance report. This is the question. Do junkies' lives matter? Well, I, the mainstream media's narrative on substance use has always been trash. So I like to, uh, to take some of the top drug-related stories in the news and give them proper coverage, you know, from a, from a user's perspective. You know, a lot of these, uh, these anchors on the news, I don't know whether they use drugs or not, but they're certainly <laughs> they're not coming f- uh, forthright with it. So, and, and their coverage w- w- leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, so this, this, uh, this, this piece this week that I, that I pulled uh, is, is a sad, uh, but we're, you know, we'll make it funny. Um, it, uh, I mean, well, also might not be sad. It might be happy. I don't know. A lot of people are enjoying people dying these days, depending on how much you hate them. <laughs> uh, and this guy was, uh, was somewhat hated, but earlier this month, uh, as we know, uh, the title of this article here is just Pat Robertson, Christian televangelist and one-time presidential candidate dies at age 93. So, uh, so Pat, uh, Pat left us uh, earlier this month and, you know, he'd been around a long time. Uh, spewing spewing hate in the name of Jesus for for many decades, uh, and you know the, for some of the kids out there, I, I got a lot of you know younger younger kids listening to this. Uh, again, for my daughter, your father was cool. There were younger kids <laughs> listening to this. Uh, you know, I'm talking when I say kids, you know, I'm saying like in their you know late twenties, early thirties. Uh, but these kids, you know, they might not know who he is. So I got I I got a little uh, a little just a little taste of some of Pat Robertson's. Uh, uh, venom here, uh, just to give you a, kind of a gist if you're not familiar with, uh, with the man's work. The gays are going to make you conform to them. You're going to say you like anal sex, a couple of uh, same-sex guys kissing. Well, that makes me want to throw up. But you look carefully at the Bible, what would have happened in Jesus' time if two men decided they wanted to cohabit together? They would have been stoned to death. <laughs> and so on and so on and so on. Uh, you know, just decades of that. Uh, nonsense. But, you know, the reason you might be wondering, well, what the hell is a drug podcast? Pat Robertson. So great. So he so he hates the gays, uh, you know, and, and, and so we get that. But why the hell is he on this show? Well, you know, it's funny because for all the, 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 the shit that I disagree with Pat, which is basically pretty much everything he said, I thought uh, until I came across this little gem that somehow he had a period in his life where he became uh, a pro- decrim he was of, of the marijuana decrim crowd he kind of joined in for 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 legalizing marijuana and i don't know what uh, you know what possessed him the, the <laughs> devil uh, the devil's lettuce possessed him uh but you know he had he had a period where he where he kind of uh, he kind of he kind of went off on this uh, in the 700 club and I, I can only imagine what in the world his his audience was thinking as they were as they were witnessing this but here's a little clip of uh of something that you know i can get behind with pat because i like to find at least one thing in every pile of shit you know what i mean to be like hey was there one thing that that that, that they did that i could uh, that i could agree with so we got this little uh this little chestnut here that he uh, he left us with pat robertson i became sort of a hero of the hippie culture i guess when i said i think we ought to decriminalize the possession of uh, of marijuana I, I i just think it's shocking how many of these young people wind up in prison and they get turned into hardcore criminals 
because they have had possession of a very small amount of a, uh, of a controlled substance. I mean, the whole thing is crazy. <laughs> Terry, it's time for change. This business about drug offenses, I mean, it's time we stop locking up people for possession of marijuana. Well, we kind of pick our, and choose our drugs of choice, don't That's we? right. You don't lock <laughs> them up for boozing, I mean, you know, that, unless they kill somebody on the highway. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Hey. Well, what what do you what in God's name? What in the name of of the good Lord Jesus do you think was going through uh, Pat's mind in this? I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where like he was getting old and they gave him some weed and he was like, "This is bad. This is great." <laughs> yeah, it might just be as simple as that. He might have had some, you know, th those knees were getting old. Yeah. Getting sore walking up and down, uh, uh, you know, the seven hundred club. So yeah, somebody gave him some medicinal. And he was like, "Holy shit." I also don't want to judge him as racist, but he's obviously so homophobic that you, when somebody's that homophobic, you're like, well, you got to have some racism in there, too. But <laughs> he would be a rare breed if he was like that homophobic. But then if he was just so open yeah. uh, to black folks, I would be shocked. But I think it might have been like, oh, he saw a bunch of white people get turned because the same happens to black people, too, where it's like they go in for weed and then all of a sudden they're in there for, you know, recidivism and all that shit. And it's like, yeah, maybe he saw white people experiencing that and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is this happening to us, too? Like, I understand if we're locking up all them and then they turn into hardened criminals. But, like, it's happening to white people, too. We got to stop yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, it's one. All it takes is one person in the ministry to be like, oh, my, a good white Christian boy was was caught. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because he ran for fucking president. He was kind of the one who whipped together the evangelical base, kind of made that for the Republicans. Uh, uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. The old Bush, he was running in the Republican primaries against H.W. And he had some momentum until, I guess, whatever deal, you know, with 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 the devil was made there. But basically, H.W. was like, can you bring this following that you have, uh, you know, kind of uh, into my fold here? And I'll just pretend I'm like really religious all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> Coming off the, as the head of the CIA, and now I'm like, yeah, and, and Reagan's vice president. I'm like, no, no, I'm so religious all of a sudden. Yeah, thou shalt, thou shalt not kill, even though I killed a lot of people. But thou shalt so not many kill. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and my son will be super born again because he's doing a ton of coke and booze right now. But when he, you know, in, in 15 years, when he becomes president, oh, man, yeah. he's going to be born again. You know, Hunter is like, I'm going to be president at some point, too. But <laughs> <laughs> Hunter Biden, yes, he probably will. It is funny. I mean, politics are all bullshit, clearly. Now, now it's exposed, but now it's been that way yeah. forever. Thinking of that, like at that time, though, it was like it was kind of like you know a wave of like evangelicals. Just, I mean, it was it was it was close. I think to being like a, a Pat Robertson potential run there. So it was also interesting too as a politician that he would like kind of go out on a limb later. And like, I think this was from like two thousand eight or something. So it's like it's it's just interesting. I, I wonder, like sitting at home. It's just also one of those like people hear what they want to hear when they're watching whoever the fuck it is. They're, you know, whatever talking head they like. I feel like people are generally like, like I feel like all the grandmas were probably just forgot that. one. Yeah. Like, oh, that was the year Pat just we still sent in our checks to the 700 Club. But, you know, Pat was a little wacky for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He must have been going through dementia to think weed was OK. But yeah. for sure. I also wonder how if he got really stoned, how much could he hate? Like, how much could you hate being really stoned? I think that's like, yeah. and again, he's also doing, a, you know, he, he's, it's a lot of it's performative. I don't even fucking know how much, you know, he truly believes and it doesn't really matter because he spewed it all over the country. But like, I wonder if you got really high, like how, how much shade could you throw when you're, when you're really high? Cause I can, you know, I, I, I cool out pretty quick. Me too. Which is where I'm also sometimes confused with Chappelle. I'm like, 
I mean, Common had a lyric where he said, "I'm I'm open minded like a pothead." It's like, yeah, that's so true. As a as a pothead, I can tell you right now, everybody's cool. <laughs> like, yes. That's a general vibe. I'm like, yeah, everybody's pretty cool. Whatever whatever you got going on, hey, I, I agree. Somehow, I don't know. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I've smoked weed with some interesting characters. I used to smoke with Republicans, like back in the day before 2016. I used to smoke with Republicans and be like, "Hey, man, I don't see it that way, but here, pass the joint." <laughs> Yes. Before you had to like, you know, quickly check on people's like alt right credential. Like, yeah, it's now like, are you a white nationalist or are you just like a Republican? Like, what's your deal? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's I, I've definitely smoked weed with a lot of, of people all over the map. And I think it's like weed is definitely one of those. I mean, I think drugs in general, but definitely weed is one of those where, you know, you share a joint and it's just kind of like, all right, we're here now and we're sharing this joint. and Nothing else really matters. Yeah. 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 Because there's definitely I've, I've, I mean. We're getting into both of our histories here, but I've definitely smoked with like people who killed people, uh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. people on, either on their way or coming directly from jail. And the general vibe is like we get high and play video games. We forget every other, we shed every other part of ourselves when we sit there and smoke weed. You'll be smoking with a gang member, and it's like you really care about that other gang that much. <laughs> it's like <laughs> not right now. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> not now, not now. <laughs> Only when mixing liquor. You know what I mean? Only yes. when the liquor comes yes. out. Does it because it could it then take a sharp right turn? Yes. But like if you're just if you're just smoking weed and playing video games, it's like I just I feel like that's there's a there's a communal aspect to it. It's just kind of like that, that's just it. I mean, it's 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 very difficult uh, and not even in a cliche way of like, oh, hard to get motivated and get off the couch to like fight somebody. I'm like, no, actually, the headspace. Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying like if you're smoking an indica, whatever, even a sativa, whatever it is you're getting into. It's like I still feel like just in general, you just don't have that. You know, it just takes that edge off. So, yeah, that hate edge, whatever that hate edge is, whatever that hate edge is, man. So Pat Robertson just like, you know, took a couple bong rips and like sucked 100 dicks, hopefully, and just like came <laughs> too. he just he just had a, a come to Jesus moment all across the board. <laughs> Well, Pat, we'll see you in hell. Uh, or I'll see you in hell. I'm not going to damn you to hell, Will. Uh, I kind of believe in reincarnation. Anyway, I don't know. Ooh, all right. Yeah. So we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be forever smoking. Yeah. Um, we're talking about the 80s and 90s as a heyday. Uh, another uh, thing that I, I feel like kind of saw its heyday in the 80s and 90s when we were growing up is, uh, is the, uh, the anti-drug PSA. Mm. kind of uh, you know the best ones there's still a few floating around out there that they put out on the net but like i'm talking primetime television these were like you know plastered all over uh, our tvs growing up Uh, and you know i always thought the uh, psa stood for propaganda stigma and alf losers are users so don't use drugs don't use drugs (laughs) come to find out it's uh it's not propaganda stigma Alf. it's a public service something or other uh, but you know, there's been a lot of lot of great ones, um, and I you know I thought having you on, I was like, let me let me let me see if I can find something that 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 uh, that, that Will would enjoy. Uh, and there was a, there's this piece, and you may have seen this, um, but uh, there's this piece. You know, there's a lot of celebs getting in on the on the game on on the PSA anti drug PSA game back in the day, and uh, there was there's this uh, wonderful little song. Because everybody loves to talk about the Super Bowl shuffle. You know, yeah. you as a, as a Chicago guy, you know, of course. Very familiar with that with that uh, Dynamite Bears team and and their Super Bowl shuffle, but there's a there's a uh, another team that got in on the uh, on the game here, uh, but they kind of got in on the uh, Nancy Reagan just say no, oh, no. game uh, with their rap game. So uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, the Showtime Lakers, did a little rap uh, number here, a little uh, oh god, uh, for just say no, 
And, you know, I just pulled it in its entirety. We can kind of skip around. We can see how we're feeling about it. I, I don't know if this, uh, you know, I feel like I can play this. I think it's, it's, it's in the public domain at this point, <laughs> uh, as long as we're commenting on it. I don't think anybody's coming for these beats. But, uh, you know, it's all of the greats, of course. It's, it's, it's Magic. It's Kareem. It's Pat Riley. It's Michael Cooper. It's Kurt Rambis. Worthy. It's, it's all your, uh... If anybody was not anti-drugs, it was Kurt Rambis. <laughs> if anybody's not anti-drugs and should not be uh, uh, laying verses on on a, on a track, yeah. it's it's Rambus. <laughs> Rambus is just getting extremely fucked up. Can't 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 uh, hold a beat uh, to save his life. But this is just say no by the L.A. Lakers, and uh, well, feel free to chime in here. <laughs> Exceptional graphics oh, for the listeners, and that who, who is such like the a- graphics. That's a Casio beat if I've ever heard one. That's like <laughs> big, big time. Ca- just, just uh, uh, set it and forget it. Like that's just a boop, boop, and you walk away, and you're off to the graphics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is VHS. Uh, uh, just come alive. Here. Absolutely. Uh, here's the Murderers Row. I mean, this was this was a fucking ball club. Uh, say what you will about their musical talents. That's Pat Riley in the suit, obviously. Yeah. That's that's Riley in the suit. Yeah. We got we got Magic, uh, uh, Cooper, old ass Kareem, but yeah. still, you know, Kareem's still bringing it. Worthy, I guess Worthy's in there somewhere. Worthy, some I think I see Worthy in the red shirt. Yes, 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 yes. That's him. Yeah, they, they each kind of get get to lay down a verse here and kind of take their moment. Also, of note, how many, how much of the NBA was actively on cocaine most of the season? The NBA was filled with cocaine. That, that's what's also absurd. This was the this was the time where cocaine was being done on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, toots, and we're in halftime toots. Yeah. Uh, and we're back out for for a second half. Yeah, the Lakers would be like down twelve at halftime, and they just come out and blow Milwaukee out. <laughs> it's also funny to to see this. Uh, just say no, uh, and of course you know just just a very uh, a fun team that, that they they had their uh, they partied. Let's just say to say the least. Of the team, I don't need drugs. I got a higher thing. My sky hook makes the team look good, but there's a hook we got to shake from the neighborhood. All right, quick, uh, quick assessment of Kareem's uh, skills. Uh, Kareem is also in a separate room, so it's like, <laughs> yes, yes, Kareem is in his home studio, exactly, aka the guest b- bathroom. Uh, at his house. Kareem, also a known pothead at this point, I believe. That's right. Smoking some. Yeah. So a higher. He's got a higher thing going on, man. He's got. Yeah. 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 He's smoking some trees and he didn't even leave the house for this. Yeah. Time. At all. He was probably high then. Also, is that Dolph Lundgren on the right right there? Who is that? I don't know. Is that Ivan Drago? <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is because it ain't Rambus. Rambus is in the fucking Hawaiian shorts and the. It, Rambus is right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ram is clearly... Wait, who's the other goofy white guy on the Showtime Lakers? I don't know. That is so confusing. Should have looked this up. But he definitely looks like Dolph Lundgren. He's got the fucking... He's got the... Uh, my Nana used to wear... These are like the, the, the cataracts. Yeah, what? Blue blockers, right? Are they blue... Blue blockers. Yeah, yeah they're, the, they're the big fat blue blockers. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but he's in the mix. My name is Weston on the court. I'm rough. Out here on the street. We all gotta get tough. Say no to drugs. Call the drug man's bro. Call me Smith. Give my team my best. When you really care, you can do why wouldn't they now you know you're in la you're on top of the world 
I know you're doing like a cheesy fucking thing for the kids, whatever the hell, whatever the hell they think that, that is going on here. But why not bring in some like, you can't fucking call Chuck D. You can't just be like, <laughs> you can't just be like, bring somebody in to just to, to, to fucking write something for you. Cause this is, this is tough. That is, I can't say, I think I went to college with Michael Cooper's daughter. So I can't say anything negative about his rap. His rap is great. Everybody else was. Wait, you went to college with Coop's daughter? I think I do. I know this girl named, this girl who I went to college with, her dad was uh, an NBA player with the last name Cooper, and she was from California. I was going to look it up, but I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the same one. It would be insane if it wasn't. I guess not. Maybe not. Different Cooper altogether. All right, well, this guy, this guy's rap was trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> Coop's flow sucks. We can speak freely now. It's bad, and I, I get why it would just you'd phone it in, but I'm like, I don't know. I feel like you'd why not have some fun with it? You just you're gonna look like a clown. It's the white guy's also standing like this. The white dude, yeah, he's like this the whole oh, yeah. time. Rambus, Rambus did the fucking hee haw lean. Yeah. Rambus just he had like a piece, a long piece of straw coming out of his mouth. I think when he did that lean. I'm AC Green with the word. You can't win the game with your vision blurred. Train your child the way to go, and when the drug man comes, he'll say no. The drug man. Magic was just getting his dick sucked there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> beneath, Mag- beneath the camera, Mag- they got they got an O face for Magic on that on that one. He left he left fucking eight women in one hotel room to to go record this, <laughs> just to scoot over and, and do this. He's like, let's hit this quick. You're getting one take out of me because yeah, I got him. I got the bubbles are going over over in the hotel. With the jump shot, I like the idea of being on top and the tops in reach of every man if drugs aren't in his master plan. I'm feeling Byron Scott by far. I am too, yeah. At this point, more than anyone. That's that's why he's a great coach. That's that's all it is. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yes, he <laughs> the respect. And here comes Rambus, just a cartoon character. I'm Kurt Rambus. They call me Superman and I'm known to give. Did they call him Superman? I didn't hear that before this, but No, that that's I think self-appointed there. They call me Superman. All right, well. Kurt they call me Superman and I'm known to give a helping hand. Now there's a rival out there on the streets. We all got to work together to be. We're the top, but we no relation. And we stand together for a drug free nation. His word with the sweet slam dunk. I can make a man without that jump. The winning point is what I'm passing you. Be like us and make the right move. Say no. No. Say no. James Worthy comes in like fucking Barry White with the wow. bass in his voice. Wait, but that guy with Michael Cooper, he said we have the same last name, but we're no relation. I think that's oh, wait, my dude. friend's dad. Yeah, for sure. Right? <laughs> okay. I mean, there can't be three fucking. No, people. no way. You're right. That was the same last name. That's right. That's crazy. Yeah, which Cooper is this? No relation. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> that's crazy. Two Coopers. Two Coopers and a, and a, and a Worthy. That's definitely her dad, because I know he has like a... Like, it was a big deal that her dad was in the NBA. It was not, like, something that we brushed over. It's like, oh, he was a side character. Like, oh, no, I think he has a ring. Yeah. I mean, he play- yeah, if he played with the fucking, with the Showtime Lakers, then that is a big deal. And there's no, that has to be. Yeah, that ha- that's definitely him. Yeah, that's funny. It's funny if, like, later in the song, a, a, a third Cooper pops up from the back. <laughs> and I'm the third Cooper, and I'm here to say, <laughs> I'm still not the one that will not. <laughs> That guy was fucking built too. That's crazy. The other coop? No, he was jacked. I mean, all these. They, so they got the tanks. There's a couple of uh, a couple of, of sweet tanks with the guns out here. I mean, this is this is top. Everybody's in great shape. Magic is just you know. <laughs> Magic looks so tired. <laughs> he does. No, he looks. Yeah, no, he absolutely. He has been up for four days. <laughs> yeah. 
He is like, I mean, he, he has come all the sweat and come and every, he has no fluids left in his body. I'm like, yeah, magic, a fucking Gatorade for Christ's sake. He's about to pass out here and he's some electrolytes. There's Kareem back in his, at, his, at the shower at his, at his guest house. Here comes Pat Riley for the big finish. My name is Pat, coach of the team. They say my plays really do the thing. So I'm here to tell you the best play of all. Say no to drugs because life is a ball. No. As Rambus just throws a child up in the air for the big finish. My goodness. Who knew who knew James Worthy had that deep a voice? You know? Just say no. Well, hey, baby. Didn't work. You know, didn't work because no. just say no is just a silly. Silly. It's silly, especially as the people themselves are, are saying yes, yes, yes to everything. I mean, look at Pat Riley, and I don't, I'm never, I would never accuse him of doing cocaine, but he has the vibe of somebody who does so much cocaine. The, the hair. I mean, he slicks his hair with cocaine. Yeah, the slick back. That's all I think. It's cocaine hair gel that just seeps through his scalp and just continues to, to him for him to be high. Also, the it's de- like some people rub it on the gums. Yeah. Riley rubs it on the scalp. Also, the decision to go from L.A. to Miami just screams cokehead. It's like. You could have spent your whole career in L.A., but you chose to end it all in Miami. It's like, you do blow, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where's it? Right. Where, yeah, if you're going to leave L.A., you're like, well, if, if I'm looking for some Coke, there's only one other spot. I'm taking my, my nose candy talents to South Beach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just say no. They all said yes. So did we. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get you out of here, Will. But uh, before I do, I, I'd like to, I like to end every episode. I like to take my guests, uh, you know, because, you know, my listeners – like to know a little bit more about you. They, they learned some stuff today. I learned some stuff today about you. It was wonderful catching up. Yeah, hell yeah. We're going to do the Kurt Rambis lean into the user's studio. Well, the, the user's studio, I actually lost my glasses. I saw that you had some glasses earlier. I did, yeah. This whole bit uh, went down the dr- I moved into a new place. Uh, so, g- great. You're wearing them. I usually put them on because I do like a James Lipton. This is like inside the actor studio, but for drug users. Unfortunately, I've, I've lost my glasses. Yeah. I'm going to have to get a new pair. They're fake. Anyway. They don't have any lenses in them, but for the whole effect. So, just, uh, you know, you're wearing them. This is great. Uh, so, I'll start with the questions uh, as if I'm wearing glasses. Ooh. We end our podcast session with the weekly dose version of the questionnaire that was used masterfully for 24 years by the late James Lipton inside the actor's studio. Will Miles, the first question is, what is your favorite drug? I want to say weed, but I think my actual favorite is mushrooms. Ah, the magical journeys. The psilocybin mushrooms. I, I might be on board with you. I had a wonderful trip recently. Took some mushrooms with a with a, a state trooper, a Pennsylvania state trooper. Wow. At my brother's bachelor party. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> a cab indeed. <laughs> it, it was. It was. You know, lovely. When you get on a human level, I mean, oh boy. But there was there was a lot said. There was yeah. a lot said. Uh, but we'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Will, what is your least favorite drug? Oh, that's good. Uh, that I've done or that I just don't necessarily like. That's up to you. Either one. All right. Well. The reaction I've seen from ketamine makes me not like it. 
and I, I've been sort of doing it on stage, but when me, Clark, and Kenny hosted Knitting Factory, mm-hmm. there was this girl. Well, who what was a tremendous show, too, by the by. One of the things I miss about New York City. <laughs> same here, same here. But there's a girl who was on ketamine in the front row, and just it took up so much of the show, both figuring out what ketamine was at the time for my part, and then also realizing that she was in a K hole at some point during the show because she fell asleep and then got up and then passed out. And this is all in the middle of a comedy show. It was like, why did you come to this on Special K? Yes. <laughs> and of course, she sucks you into her K-hole. Yeah. So she w- sucks the whole room into the K-hole. The whole audience is in her K-hole. And then there's like talk of ambulances and all of her friends are like, no, don't <laughs> don't let anyone know she's on K. So then we had to like also sweep it under the rug and also try to help her. So then we had to sit her outside with us for hours as the show's going on, trying to make sure she's okay while she goes in and out of sleep. It's like, okay, that drug doesn't seem like it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me. I don't want that experience. Whatever she experienced, I don't like it. Look, I never tell people to use drugs or to not use drugs. It's up to you. I will say uh, that, you know, I've had ketamine uh, experiences that were wonderful. Okay. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things that it's, if it's too much too quickly, the K-hole can be a a very dark place. Uh, I think, I think ketamine is better used and as they're utilizing it in uh, for, for mental health yeah ptsd i understand it's wonderful for yeah i've heard that yeah but that that's not in the uh, in the sort of macro doses it sounds like that young lady was uh, was getting into but for me personally cocaine was never fun it was fun once maybe but i never it didn't take i don't i don't i didn't like for somebody who's so chill it's not a good to have that much of an upper you know i i feel you you know yourself better than anyone there you go yeah what age were you the first time you found yourself under the influence of weed? Of anything? Maybe 17 when I first smoked weed. Uh, and I don't think I did it right because I think I was smoking it and blowing it right out. Ah, uh, yes. So I think I was like, <laughs> I do know the first song I heard where I knew I was actually high was Explosive by Dr. Dre off of the album 2001. 2001, oh yes. Which I believe came out in 2000 or 99. Yes. Whenever it came out. But I remember being like, explosive was on and I, and I was a latchkey kid so i got home and put the stereo on the cd that i had and played it in a row and then i went past the ones with so many curse words and just rude things but songs i love to this day but then i got to explosive which was just so chill and i was like what is this feeling ah <laughs> uh, yes and you synced up yeah yeah it synced up perfectly and then the rest of my life is the result of explosive by dr Yes, what an outstanding album for yeah. your first uh, your first stoner experience. Uh, what celebrities' uh, overdose death has affected you the most? Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Mac Miller, I think. Yeah. What is your favorite slang word for cannabis? Weed. Classic. If it were nineteen seven, I like I like watching things where they call it grass yes let's say it's 1970 grass yes you're in the grass grass is great yeah you're in the tall stuff love love the term grass but it doesn't make much sense today it's hard to, yeah it's hard to be taken seriously yeah in in the tiktok era smoking grass <laughs> yeah. that's what kareem was smoking in his in his yeah. uh, shower studio <laughs> As he was saying, don't say no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What uh, what drug would you like to deal for a living? Ooh, that's good. I think that'll also be mushrooms. Uh, I've, yes, I've yes. never bought mushrooms from somebody I wasn't very interested in their life. What drug would you absolutely not like to deal under any circumstances? Uh, crack, cocaine, anything like that. Heroin, I, I mean, uh, yeah. Just based on hearing some of your stories and then the fact that I lost friends off heroin, I, I want nothing to do with heroin either. 
hear yeah. you. It's a very demanding gig as well. It is, yeah. And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear Mac Miller say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, that's great. I would like to hear him say, do you want to make a song with me? That would be cool. <laughs> and I will get high to that song like it's the very <laughs> first time. I would love to hear that track. Better than anything the Showtime Lakers have put down, I'll tell you that much. That's for goddamn sure. Oh, Will Myers, these are your drug users. Bill Miles is, is so delightful to me. Just such a such a warm presence, a, a light in every room that you're in. Well, thank you. Um, hugs to your family, and it was wonderful seeing you. What, what, what would you like the listeners to follow you, to, to check you out? What projects, any, any plugs here? Uh, you know, just here on Instagram, at Mr. Will Miles. There'll be updates on my career writing a book. Check out Gether's book. I'm in that. I think you might be too. Yes, as far. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I want to write one of my own. I don't know what it's about yet. That's the next phase of my life, especially if this writer strike goes any further. So hell yeah, solidarity with the writers uh, for sure. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, hell yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Great seeing you too. Of course, well, good to see you, bud. And thanks so much to the listeners for tuning in. This has been your weekly dose. Hey America, there's been no use of sleeping with your children, with your daughters, with your sons, and with your husband. Self-medicated weekly dose is hosted and produced by me, Murph Meyer, with support from Pop Culture Collaborative. Our theme song is My Congressman by 15, courtesy of Jeff Ott and Hopeless Records. Original artwork and production design by Diana Kolsky. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the program, you can listen to new episodes of Weekly Dose every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, subscribe to the Self-Medicated YouTube channel to see new video clips from the show each week. Follow me on Instagram at Murph Meyer. And for some top-shelf harm reduction resources, head over to selfmedicatedpod.com. Also, don't forget, you can call the Weekly Dose podcast anytime to leave me a voicemail message with your thoughts on drugs and the people who use them. Just pick up the phone and dial 443-MK-ULTRA. All right, that's about it for me. I'll see you next week. Love and solidarity. Goodbye.